again. What? What? Don't. Why are you, you talking to me? Don't use fucking tone with me. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want, Josby? Jesus. I want reset error to go fuck itself. Okay. Let me explain why. So, a few days ago, I guess by the time everybody hears this, it'll be uh, over a week ago. Several weeks ago. <laughs> one, over one week, just over one week ago. It'll be uploaded um, by by Christmas Eve. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, this is our Christmas episode. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Anyway. Uh, there was another fucking tweet from GOG using, it was told a really bad, dumb joke using a hashtag that trans people were using to stand in solidarity against shits going on with Donald Trump or whatever, right? Right, okay. Okay, so they used it in a joke, in a really bad, tasteless one. This is as much as I actually know about this situation. Okay, so, that's about as much as a lot of people know. Then... Just beyond that, um, you know, of course, news of this made over to Reset Era, which is you know, like the, one of the bigger gaming forums out there, one of the only remaining gaming forums. And Reset Era is typically left-leaning, which, you know, kind of fits with where I am. I, I, my politics lean left. Just how it is. Um, a group of people on Reset Era uh, doxed a bunch of people, devs, at CD Projekt Red. As backlash to this? Oh, jeez. Which, let me lay this out for you. Social media guy for good old games, which is owned by CD Projekt Red, yeah. but also a separate thing. Yeah. These fucking dumbasses thought that it would be a great idea to, pun- to punish people. as punishing. Dox is punishment. You don't dox people. So they pu- basically punish these people at essentially a different company completely unrelated to the social media guy as a response. Well, that's really Y'all dumb. Y'all are fucking dumb. Jesus. For multiple reasons. Hmm. Not only is you know, just doxing people in general bad, I don't give a fuck what your politics are. You don't dox people. No. It's messed up. Yeah. You ruin people's lives. Fuck off. Don't ever do it. And you are doing what has caused a bunch of people on the left to miserably, you know, part of the cause that makes them fail miserably lately is by uh, doing really dumb shit and pushing people out. Do really dumb shit like this and makes people mad and makes them not want to support you or anything that you want to get done. So the same people that are uh, fucking doxing devs of CD Projekt Red also want are also kind of the same side of people that want unions for gaming. And I wouldn't be surprised if it hurts that movement. Yeah, that's, uh, that's really people mixed like, up. These people don't really care about you because they're doxing devs. <sighs> Yikes. That's ridiculous. And fuck, fuck you. Mm. If, you're one of the, if you're listening to this show and you're one of the people that help dox people with CD Projekt Red, come to my house so I can beat your fucking ass. <laughs> Man, that was a heavy cold open, Justin. That's a lot heavier than you saying, hey, I want to see my dick. You still want to see my dick?
Jump Show. That's Gen over there. Yep, that's me. And I'm Jub over here. That's not your real voice. Today, we are going to talk about the Halloween franchise, our wrap-up, and what we thought of the new Halloween 2018 movie. And also, this episode released know, on Halloween would be really cool. We're going to talk about other movie shit, too. Ooh, spooky! Get spooked, lads. Skeletons. Bones. Femurs. <laughs> Rattle them. <laughs> what other spooky things? I can't think of anything else besides skeletons. Let me blow! Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about mostly Halloween, because this is the big wrap-up finale of our uh, recurring segment that's been going through all these uh, first season one of the Ken and Chubb show. Oh, is this season one? Sure. Uh, I don't know exactly what we're going to do now that we're done. Uh, we'll have to, you know, we're going to do the Leprechaun movies. No. <laughs> I'll do the first one. Well, you won't do Leprechaun in the hood and Leprechaun back to the hood? No. Why not? I'm sure they're great. No. Uh, I mean, I own them all, so this is entirely possible for us to do, though. But, I don't know, maybe we'll just watch some Christmas movies instead. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Happy Halloween, you fucking idiots! Welcome to the Get and Jump Show once again. Halloween, Special Halloween, spooky. Halloween is here. Special spooky <laughs> Halloween edition. Boo! Boo! This is the next 90 minutes of the podcast. I hope you're ready. That's right, Gen. We did see Halloween 2018. They did that in that movie. That's my favorite quote. Is Man, I'm going to start this off. God damn, my glad John Carpenter's making good scores again. Yeah! Easily the best part about that movie is the score. I don't know if he ever stopped making good scores. He stopped making good movies at a certain point. Well, then he st- then he started I haven't really making... seen them, though, so I don't know. I'm passing judgment on stuff well, I haven't he seen. He just started but... making scores. I'm, I watched one of his movies a few years ago, and I didn't like it. I forget which one it was. But uh, Just one of his more recent ones? Yeah. Hey, he hasn't made a movie in a long time, either. No, he, just been... likes, he prefers to just play video games and smoke weed. Yeah, it's my guy. And now make scores again. Yay! With his kids, which with his is cool. kids, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they did a good job on on this one. They really did. It's excellent. It's the best score any Halloween movie has had since the first one. Fuck, I would say three. The first three are pretty good. After that, kind of drops off in quality. I really, I think I like this score better than two and threes, though. Yeah, I would say so. It, it's it's the best since the first one. And it has a lot going for it that the first one doesn't have. But the first one is minimalist by choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's a little heavier by choice. Yeah. It, it's, a... it's more synth-heavy. It reminded me of the Halloween 2 score. And the Halloween 3 score, actually. Yeah. Which is a entirely very underrated. The Halloween 3 has a great score. Oh, yeah. Halloween uh, 3 has a bunch of great things that nobody cares about because they haven't seen it in, like, ten years. And they're all like, ah, it's bad. Yeah, everybody just thinks that one's bad. I don't know. We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. But they're all wrong. It's a good I'm movie. so happy this movie was good, uh, especially after watching... Uh, how many shitty ones in a row did we watch? Like, three? Let's see. I guess just three. Well, after H2O, yeah, just three of them in a row. Yeah, it bad. felt like 90 because of the Rob Zombie ones, though. Because they, they feel like they take fucking nine goddamn years? Yeah. But, uh, I, this movie was very solid. Uh, I mean, I guess there's, like, a couple problems I have, but they're very minor. This is still, like, probably honestly the best sequel. 
It is. Maybe like the it. best sequel. There's a couple other contenders there, but, like, Halloween as a franchise has a lot of stinkers in it, but this isn't one of them. This is entirely worth your time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody uh, who likes a spooky movie, it's worth your time. Yeah. Jamie Absolutely. Lee Curtis is, is great. Uh, all the actors were great, really. I liked pretty much everyone in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and nobody really turned in a terrible performance or anything. No, no. And uh, there's a lot of, like, one-off joke character kind of shit going on, but, like, there, even those scenes I didn't hate. I, I, One of the criticisms I'm seeing a lot about this movie is that there's a lot of, uh, quote-unquote, unnecessary comedy, but I think it is fun. I thought it was fine. I don't, uh... I think it's fine to be a little jokey at times in these movies because, you know, you don't want it to take itself too seriously because then you get, like, Halloween, Halloween like, six. I was going to say six. Six thinks it's smarter than it is. Uh, you, you want it to, like, you know, be more like H2O. H2O had a lot of dumb comedy in it, and it was good. Oh, well, it's great. Joseph Gordon-Levitt knocking down shit in the kitchen, you know? Uh, <laughs> but, uh... I, I, it's probably obvious that it has comedy in it in retrospect because everybody as it was coming out was like David Gordon Green Danny McBride they're making a Halloween movie and then it ends up having comedy in it which is obvious yeah, in retrospect yeah. yeah I don't I actually like the comedy in it a lot because it breaks the tempo of the movie it it gives us something else to do besides being like either hype or miserable about Michael Myers killing people yeah it gives us a break and like, the first one didn't need a... The first one had breaks, but it was different because it had, like, the weird stalkerish shit that was really creepy. And... This one still has that. It it's, does, it's really but it's cool. not as prevalent, and it's kind of different. Uh, yeah. Honest, and, and I'm glad there wasn't as much of it because we it it's it's used and tired. As, as a sequel... Yeah. As, as a, a sequel, sequel to Halloween, yeah. you've seen Michael Myers stalk people before. You don't need yeah. to see too much of it. The little right. bit that they showed, though, was... Great. Maybe my favorite part of the movie, actually, where he's just dipping in and out of houses and killing people. Well, that, that's the best. That's the best shot of the entire movie because it's one big old shot. That may be the best shot of the entire franchise. I'm not even joking. Maybe. I don't know. Like, I mean, there's lots of long shots in Carpenter's original, of course. Yeah, like so when, when, uh, when little Jamie Lee Kurt Kurt's walking down the street and sits for a really long time, and it pans over, and you see Mike Myers drive by in the car, and it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great shot. Yeah, that, that movie's full of great shots. I'm just saying, like, I'm gonna remember. Michael Myers walking towards that garage to get that hammer for, like, a long-ass time. Yeah, it, yeah, It's yeah. a very striking image. I liked it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I loved it. That that whole segment was amazing. But I guess uh, to get into what the fuck this movie's even about, uh, this is what Universe F. I don't know which universe is this. How many are there? Halloween 1 and Halloween 2. That's Universe A. Ends deliberately. Universe B is just Halloween 3, isolated in space. I would, uh, see, like, that's so weird. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I don't know. I just figured it's, like... It's its own universe. It can't cross over with the other ones. Yeah. You know. Uh, universe 3. Halloween 2 wasn't the end. And instead it goes... Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> easy as 1, 2, 5. It's easy as A, B, 6. Fuck this shit. Uh... <laughs> Universe 3 is, you know, Halloween 1, 2, 4, 5, 6 ends. That's how you count. Thanks, Halloween. Yeah, Universe 4, 1, 2, H2O, Resurrection. Universe 5, Rob Zombie Universe. And now we're in Universe 6. 
which is Halloween followed by Halloween. I I haven't watched it yet, but I think if you're Dragon Ball Z, you're a good universe. Yay! This is the universe with the Saiyans. <laughs> yeah. At least I think so. Yeah, it's either that or that's the one with the female Saiyans. Or, uh, it is one of them. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't watch it yet. Doesn't matter. Uh, but going off of that for a second, uh, one of my few complaints about this movie is the title. Halloween, just Halloween, doesn't necessarily feel right for it. Uh, I don't know what you would call it, though, because I kind of hate when sequels kind of cut corners with what they call a reboot. Yeah, see, like, you don't want to call Halloween 2 again. And so, like, I understand why they did it. They yeah. Put, they, I guarantee you it, it took a long time for them to just say fuck it and call it Halloween. Because I bet there were people sitting in a writer's room going, like, what do we call this fucking movie? Yeah, I guess usually the what sequels do now, like Marvel movies and shit, it's just Halloween colon something. Right, and I don't think I, I, I don't. Know but that would like make that. it seem like the old ones, like Halloween colon the curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, and <laughs> Halloween colon resurrection. You don't want it to get that connotation. Yeah, and they also wanted this one to only associate with the first one. Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess you could have called it like Michael Myers no, or something. That's but gross. Yeah, I wouldn't prefer that. Yeah, it just, it just I guess you just gotta call it Halloween 2018, and that's where you're at. Yeah, it's just frustrating to me that now I have to call the original Halloween 1978. Which is uh, weird. Just call it Halloween, and then call it Halloween 2018. No, I've been doing that, because now we have three movies called Halloween, and two movies called Halloween 2. Maybe in a couple years we'll have three movies called Halloween 2. Not sure. If they make a sequel to this one, I have no idea what the fuck they call it. Maybe they'll just call it Halloween. Just keep doing that. My cat is... Hi! You a loud cat. Hi, cat. You, you interrupting my show. This fucking bitch. What are you doing, buddy? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tend to my cat. Keep talking about Halloween. Oh God! All right. Well, I'll start going into the plot. Uh, there's an interesting little tidbit uh, that I learned about. Uh, they were going to refilm the ending of Halloween. The, so 1978. Hey, Sludge, what do you think about Halloween 2018? <laughs> <laughs> He knew he was on a show. <laughs> but they were going to refilm the beginning of job, the original Halloween from a different perspective. Like, there was going to be, like, a cool overhead shot of the room when Loomis shoots Michael off the balcony. It would have been, like, completely different. Like, shots that they wouldn't have been able to do back then. Uh, and the reason they were going to do that was going to uh, explain how this one exists. Because they just kind of allude to it that, uh... Man, this cat today. Cat keeps interrupting us. Anyway, yeah. So. <laughs> they were going to explain how this one exists because there's a couple inconsistencies. If you go as the first Halloween is the last you saw of these characters, Michael Myers disappears at the end of that movie. For sequel bait reasons. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Uh, meaning that him just being captured doesn't necessarily make sense. They were going to show him getting captured, I assume. Uh, but thankfully, due to A, budgetary issues, because they were going to have to dedicate a lot of uh, effort to making it look like the original sets and shit, uh, and they were going to have to hire lookalikes, you know, from, from a distance, I assume, and maybe even do extensive CGI for a young Jamie Lee Curtis, which I'm glad they didn't go that route because it might have looked like shit. 
sometimes that stuff lo- has like that uncanny valley feeling to it. It always does. Yeah. We're not but, there with uh, CG. And also, so for budgetary reasons and because John Carpenter was all like, nah, just trust the audience. They'll figure it out. They'll just assume things. Just let your audience figure it out. You don't have to show them. Uh, just right. That's right, God. guys. You can let your audience assume things, movie makers. Yeah. You don't have to fuck shove everything down our goddamn throats. Let people think. It's true. I'm very glad that they did that because it would have been an awkward beginning to what is actually a pretty good movie with a pretty good intro. So what they did instead was that intro with the Insane Asylum. That was originally not going to be in the film. Yeah, that was great. And that was a great intro. We had to see it twice because our theater was done. Yeah. <laughs> we started it early and then they're like, oh, fuck. Our, our showing was like at 7.30 and they started it at 7.20. They just started the movie. And I was like, man, there's going to be people showing up late that are pissed off. And I assume they were. Because then they stopped it and then played the previews again at 7.30 and then the movie again. Uh, it was really weird. As soon as it got to like that one crazy guy going like, the wolves, it cut. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that was a good movie. Wow. Uh, what a creepy, cool little location, that weird checkerboard-ass uh, insane asylum yeah. yard. Let me see all that in the previews. Uh, just to let you guys know, probably from about this point forward, we are going to just really spoil the movie. I mean, I think I already did. Just put spoilers in the description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put it in the uh, description. But yeah, we're going to spoil this movie pretty hard. You didn't say anything too crazy yet. Okay. I've, so I don't remember if I did or not. No, Whatever. no, you really haven't. Just talk about that one awesome shot about Michael Myers going around. That's in the trailers and shit. I would recommend you don't watch any. No. I'm kind of mad that I did, because there's, like, really cool scenes that, like, I knew were coming. Like, the scene in the gas station bathroom with the teeth. I would have liked to not have to see that image uh, until the movie, because it was really striking and creepy. But it would have been more striking and creepy if I hadn't seen it already nine times. Trailers are dumb. I, I'm kind of fed up with as much, like, the, the amount of shit that trailers show you now. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I actually just talked about this uh, on our way back from that movie. Yeah. Uh, that I am I almost don't want to watch movie trailers anymore because I'm a little exhausted with uh, trailers giving shit away. Sometimes I get too hyped for, like, superhero movies and then, like, thankfully with as spoilery as people, like can get with those movies they try not to uh, reveal everything but like you know all the action set pieces before you go to see the movie for sure and that's kind of frustrating but anyway uh this movie has a great intro it has a title sequence which i don't think i've seen in a movie at all in a while i don't remember the last movie that's had a just a title sequence it's just the credits and the title when's the last time we've seen that I, i honestly can't think it was really cool to see that again uh, it was a pumpkin rotting in reverse. So, yeah. like, the pumpkin, the jack-o'-lantern reformed. And it looked just like the one from the first one. Uh, I think representing the fact that the Halloween series has become a rotted shell of what it once was. And it needs to go back to how it used to be. Because <laughs> that's what this movie does. Yeah, it does. Uh God, there's gonna be fucking sequels. Uh Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I hopefully they keep the same creative team, because at least maybe they'll have an idea of something that is interesting to do. As it stands, I would be fine if this is the last one. Yeah. And you know it's not gonna be. It doesn't have as definitive an ending as like <coughs> H2O, and they still found a way to get out of that one. So <laughs> we'll see. But uh we get introduced to our uh family unit. 
Jamie Lee Curtis is a crazy grandma now who uh, shoots manic, creepy mannequins in the woods at her, at her fortress of doom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which is a really aw- starting off with a really awesome concept. I like the way they handled older Jamie Lee Curtis better than H two O did. Uh, with a lot of comparisons to between yeah, this and H2O. I don't hate H two O's in any way. No, but I think this one's probably better. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, she seems in both. She's certainly affected by it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in this one, she seems more crazy. I, she's more determined to finish off Michael in H two O. She's very determined in this one as well. Well, I guess H two O. She has to. That's she has to decide to be determined. At first, she doesn't want to. She just wants to run away. This one is more like I want him to get out so that I can kill him, which is not a normal thing to do. Uh, she's a crazy person, make no mistake, and it's affected uh, those around her, which is very similar to H2O, how that handled it as well. Uh, her daughter is uh, trying to live a normal life because she grew up being raised to be like a little soldier, basically, <laughs> and to know how to kill people and to know what to do if Michael Myers comes after her. And... Uh, she doesn't want to raise her kid like that because she hated it. So then we get our basically sort of main character is the granddaughter <coughs> of Laurie Strode. Yeah. Uh, I liked all of that stuff. I liked that family. Uh, there's lots of tense scenes that just set up this family dynamic, like the dinner scene. Oh, great. Where they're, just like, they're just like at an Applebee's or something, and they're having like a nice time, and then Grandma shows up and... <laughs> starts being a crazy person and they're like uh but at the same time i can't really say that i don't understand why jamie lee curtis's character is like this why laurie is like this in this movie yeah, it makes sense it's trauma yeah her, the trauma her she had suffered intense trauma because everybody she ever loved got killed by michael myers yeah and uh so it, it sent her into a fucking crazy frenzy for the rest of her life yeah it's it's a it's an interesting way to go about it because usually that gets ignored. Even in this franchise, it gets ignored. It's gotten ignored multiple times, yeah. Yeah. People just, like, go to the next movie and just are like, whatever. I'm fine. I'm just gonna walk around my house in a towel. Maybe Michael Myers is here. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> but, uh... I, I really dug all of those characters. Uh, even the dad, who, I mean, spoilers, gets killed later and isn't gonna be in sequels... Uh, he a little goofy goof. He was funny. He was goofy. I didn't mind that one bit. Yeah, I going right back to what I was saying before. I like the uh, I like the comedy. Yeah, I, I, you know, I really didn't mind it one bit. I thought it was solid comedy that breaks it up. It felt like how most movies should handle that shit. You don't have to be a comedy to have comedic elements. Yeah. Uh. We get these podcaster characters uh, who die pretty early on. Uh, they're like, I guess, researching Michael Myers for some murder mystery, yeah, bullshit show. Yeah, which is uh, which are very popular on the internet right now. If you didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. So that that that's why they they made a big old thing to that. I guess that makes sense, it, and I also like that they acknowledge that, like, you know, yeah, Michael Myers was. This person that killed three people. Nowadays, there are harsher tragedies. 
There's like they, they they literally say that like that's not this big of a deal anymore. You know. Yeah. Because you got you got way worse shit going on. You got wars. You got school shootings. You got like all kinds of fucked up yeah, shit. Which grabs it and grounds it, which is very nice. Yeah, I think so. Because basically nobody else gives a fuck besides Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Uh, not even Michael Myers once he gets out, actually, because I, I love that they erased, by erasing Halloween 2, they erased the twist that Laurie Strode is actually Michael Myers' sister. Yeah, it gets rid of that. Thankfully, Laurie has now been reverted to just a person that Michael tried to kill and didn't kill. He failed to kill her. That's all. That's all she is to Michael. Michael doesn't have any relationship with his victims. He just kills people. The only person he had a relationship with was his sister. That's it. After that, he's just killing random people. Uh, it doesn't matter to him. He has no real connection with anybody. And that's kind of interesting to me. I like that interpretation more than Michael goes back to kill his entire family. All the time. Yeah, right. I agree. It's it's just not... It got uh, super tired by the time we read like the Paul Rudd movie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I gotta kill my nieces and nephews and shit. Let's it go. Ma- it makes sense. You explore the concept of him being the boogeyman and pure evil. Yeah. D- d- there is no motive. There should to be pure no. Evil. There should be no direction for evil if it's just pure. Right. It should just be random. And that's exactly what it is. He just uh starts randomly killing motherfuckers. Yeah. He uh he has a uh, a creepy doctor. Uh, I thought this character was gonna be just basically. Uh, even Lori says it, the new Loomis. A little different. A little bit of a twist with this man. I'm not, like, thinking about it. I'm not, like, I liked it. It was cool. And then I'm also, like... It didn't really add a whole lot to the movie. Yeah, that's what... Because he gets killed, like, immediately after. (laughs) I think that's kind of what I liked about it, though. Uh, Because as soon as it's revealed that this guy is kind of a crazy person that's just into, like what Michael's Michael is and like what it feels like to be Michael. And he wants to like, kind of like be that he's like attracted to it at the very least. Uh, I, I, I think it's just as cool that Michael doesn't give a shit and just kills him immediately. Well, Michael won't give a shit. No, of course not. But I'd like to see him like do a little couple more things. Cause he was basically just a backdrop until that moment. It felt like he just, like, well, Michael has to have a doctor. Let's give the doctor a twist this time. Uh, it, 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 that's all they really thought about it, it seemed. I, I don't know. I, I didn't really care for that character too much. No, me neither. That seems to be a pretty common thing amongst people that watch this movie. I didn't hate him. Uh, when the twist did happen, I was like, oh, shit. But nothing really came of it. Right. But anyway, Michael gets out as you would expect. They're transferring him. Oops. Don't transfer Michael Myers. <laughs> this is a PSA. Yeah. Don't do not do that. And this just happens. Hey, Every time out. Michael Myers is being transported in these movies, he gets out. That's it. That's all it takes. Uh, although, I guess if you have that doctor character, it kind of explains how he got out. Because that doctor character probably did it on purpose. I don't know if Michael would be able to overpower all the cops and other crazy people to overturn the bus and everything but that uh doctor man evil doctor loomis <laughs> dark loomis <laughs> dark loomis <laughs> he had an advantage because he could uh so we get this uh scene where there's this 
uh, little boy and his dad or his grandpa. It, it was his grandpa. It was an old guy. Yeah, it was his grandpa. Uh, and he's all like, "I want to be a dancer." <laughs> and it was fine. It was just a bizarre non sequitur. Yeah, because he's talking about apparently he's he's taking his grandson hunting and asking him about about stuff, and he's just like, "I mean, I like hunting with you, but but I also want to dance, and I'm missing dancing for this." <laughs> and it's just it's just a little thing. It's just a just. Kind of like an avenue, just something to, to just you know have fun with while we're getting yeah. point A to point B here. It's a very David Gordon Green scene. I've seen Pineapple Express. It has it has a bunch of scenes like that in it. We're just like, yeah. and here's a fun. random conversation between two people. Fuck it. Yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's stuff that's completely out of character for the Halloween franchise, and I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, I want it to feel like this is David Gordon Green's Halloween movie. I don't, I don't want it to just feel like this is trying really hard to be Halloween 1. Exactly. It is in some respects, but in, in respectable ways. Uh, they come across the prison bus overturned, and Michael obviously gets their car. But not before he kills both of them. And this is a little kid. Uh, has Michael killed a little kid in this franchise before? I don't think so. I think the only reason he killed that little kid was because he was in his way to getting the car. Yeah, because he avoids killing a baby later, which was a very interesting And little kids scene. he just runs into on the street. Yeah, he doesn't really kill little kids. I think the only reason he killed that kid is that kid wouldn't get out of the car. And had a gun. And had a gun. So Michael needs the car, at least we can assume. And he can't ask. So he... <laughs> he's not gonna he's not gonna walk cross country like the the hulking Michael Myers from uh <laughs> Rob Zombie's Halloween's. I'm just gonna walk to Haddonfield. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I I realize why Rob Zombie was like I'm not gonna have him drive. Because who teaches him how to drive? Really, you're gonna teach the pure evil being to drive? The catatonic doesn't speak being. You're gonna teach him to drive? Uh, with Rob Zombie's Halloween, where he was trying to humanize him a little bit and give him a personality, I could see why that version wouldn't drive. All right. Yeah, but yeah, at yeah. the same time. It's just as unrealistic for him to walk forever. <laughs> as slow as Michael Myers walks, he's going to he's gonna be late for Halloween. He's going to get there by Christmas. Remember, Rob Zombie Michael doesn't just walk, though. He actually runs. Yeah, I guess that's true. He hobos across country, you know. I, I But I also think the idea of Michael Myers knowing how to drive, despite never learning how to drive, is kind of spooky. Yeah. And neat. Mm -hmm. I like that he's intelligent to a certain degree. All right, hold on a second. To a surprising degree. R Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie making Michael Myers do the trek in Halloween Two is a parallel to Forrest Gump. Anyway, oh. go ahead and continue. I just wanted to make you groan. What? <laughs> Excuse me. You just can't drop that in a conversation. No, that's it. Fuck you. It's, it's, it's a parallel to the cross-country thing yeah. from Forrest Gump. Was the sheriff in this movie... <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff from the first one. No, was not the kinda, sheriff. I was kind of confused on this point. So he was one of the cops? Yes. Okay. He was He was one of the cops that... The connection is that he was one of the cops that apprehended Michael. Okay. Yeah. So he was probably going to be... He, so he's maybe a new character. Yeah. He might have been in the first one. Maybe briefly. Briefly. I wasn't probably. entirely sure on that. I, I'd like to... I'll find out later, I guess. I should have found out before this podcast. But I didn't think to ask this question until now. 
Oops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, uh... I thought he was the guy from the first movie. I even went like, oh, shit, in the movie when I saw him. Because I thought it was the sheriff from the first one. No. He looked like the sheriff from the first one. But that guy would have been fucking way older than that. I don't know. Right. Uh, if, if Jamie Lee Curtis's grandma age and he was a dad. <laughs> yeah. When, you know. He was an all right character. I like that he was playing a Back to the Future pinball machine. That's all I need to know about that guy. Yeah. He's got good taste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, as far as we know, he's the guy who, he's one of the, one of the people that apprehended Michael Myers after the events. Okay. Of the first one. Might have and been in that prologue they cut. Yeah. And that's how he, you know, knows about Michael Myers. So once he figures out that this is happening, he's immediately like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But of course, Michael gets to Haddonfield, and of course, Lori finds out about it and freaks out. And is, uh... Trying to get her family to, uh, you know, hide in a bunker. And they're not all for it. They're like, no, we're going to celebrate Halloween. I'm like, fuck people. you, you crazy. You crazy. Uh, turns out she's not, you know, just crying wolf. I mean, Michael's here. And he starts killing people just indiscriminately. Bumping in and out of houses. Won't kill a baby, but he'll kill everybody else. Fuck it. Kill grandma. Kill mom. Kill random babysitters. Kill dummies. Dumb, dumb, dummy, dummy dude. You know that guy. Oh, God. He yeah. was dumb. How many people in total did he kill in this movie? Well, fuck if I know. It's a I, lot. Uh, it's a lot more than usual because they had that whole seg. It was like, it felt like he hadn't killed anyone for 40 years. He yeah, was like trying to catch up because he was like, fuck, I can't wait. <laughs> right. Because uh, after the gas station, he kills those podcasters. That's the first thing he does. Uh, One of the first people he killed. He kills the gas station tenant and the guy working in the auto part of the gas station first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he kills the podcasters. Right. Well, before that, he kills the, the old man and the right the little dancer boy. Yeah. <laughs> so there's all that. And then there's all the already. stuff in Six. Haddonfield. And then there's, like, people related to the family as well. Like, there's, like, there's over 10. I think it's, like, 16. There's even, like, the two cops and the doctor. Like, there's a lot of people. I think it's, like, 16 kills. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot more than three from the original. And then if you consider that, like, he continued or whatever, like, the two has, like, maybe six. Oh, before we get too far away from the beginning of this movie, uh, mm-hmm. I really like the gas station scene. When you see uh, the girl going to the bathroom, like, way in the back, out of focus, you can see uh, Michael Myers just punching the fuck out of the dude working in the garage. Did you yeah, notice that? Yeah, I did. It's very subtle, and I liked it because that made it creepy as shit. It was way in the background, way out of focus. You could very slightly hear the thumping of his fist hitting his face. It was great. Yeah, it was great. It was so subtle. Uh, I also liked his look outside of the mask as well because he looked really old and creepy. It's uh... He had like a weird like blind eye looking thing, and they don't show his whole face at any point. Which is a good idea. The times they have shown his whole face in this franchise have been laughable at best. Isn't that the uh, original dude who does that part? Uh, Nick Castle? I'm yeah, not sure. I don't, I don't believe so. He has a cameo in the movie. I don't know what it is. He does. He's in the movie. I don't know what it is, though. Yeah. Um. At, at some point, he's, uh, he's, he's a Michael Myers, but he's only once. I think it's when Laurie first sees Michael in the window. That's Nick Castle. Other than that, it's a new guy for most of the movie. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, granddaughter go to a, go to like a spooky dance at high school? Yeah. Uh, that I was like this fun. Part. I uh, like this part a lot. I liked her outfit, actually, because it ended up being her outfit for the rest of the movie. 
she goes as Bonnie and Clyde with her boyfriend, but then she's Clyde and he's Bonnie. And that was funny. Yeah, that was sure. great. That's great. I, I like those little how kids are now touches that wouldn't be in previous ones. I like that stuff. Uh, that character ends up being an asshole, though, and ends up uh, making out with a thought at the party. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, she, and then throws her phone in some pudding when she confronts him about it, which uh, makes her not have a phone for the rest of the movie. Fucking dick. Michael Myers is trying to kill her. And that's a good setup. And he doesn't ever get a, his comeuppance, but whatever. Uh, his brother? It adds to the fact that it's random. He has a brother. I think it's his brother. Or That's at least his, his, his friend. friend. It's his friend. They looked similar is why I was saying that. But whatever. Uh, their, their, their group, their crew. Uh, she walks home with him and he like makes an awkward pass on her and she's like, no. <laughs> Which was pretty funny because then, then Michael starts uh, stalking him and kills him. And, and then the chase is on and she's running from Michael. And, uh, she, she escapes, but then gets, you know, picked up by the crazy doctor. And, uh, that's, that's not a safe place to be. Not at all. Nope. It but eventually, bad. uh, because this is real and finally, you know, they figure out it's real. Lori and her daughter and husband and, uh, they all go to Lori's house, which is a bunker. And when Michael attacks, it, it, it actually feels like they're pretty secure for Michael. But he ends up getting in, because he's Michael Myers. He knows what to do. I like how balanced it felt. It was even better than H2O, because H2O, Laurie just beats the shit out of Michael. It did, I mean, he got his shots in, sure. But at a certain point in that movie, she just beats the shit out of him. And Michael has no chance. Because <laughs> she catches him by surprise. Yeah. They're and, playing like a cat and mouse game, where, like, but it kind of goes back and forth. In this, this it one, felt more balanced, for sure. This one's... Like, it was, Even, this was a knockout drag out fight. You know, it's a, what made it different was it was just straight up the inverse of Halloween one. Where yeah. it's, it's her stalking Michael throughout the house and looking for him as he's hiding. Mm-hmm. And that's lit. It was really cool how our perspectives shifted from her to him. Yeah. Because he's like in that scene. He's like in pain. Yeah. Because he got he just got his finger blown off. Yeah, that was neat. I love that they actually just blew his fingers off. If they do make a sequel, he better not have those fingers. Oh, he won't. Don't grow your fingers back, Michael. That's stupid. That's stupid. He can grow his fucking face back, though, in Halloween 2. The Rob Zombie Halloween 2. But whatever. <laughs> and eventually all of our characters are there. I, I mean, I, uh, Granddaughter ends up getting... To Lori's house and get spooked by some mannequins in a, a kind of I don't know if it was meant to be funny but it's funny scene it definitely wasn't meant to be funny it was just kind of it I, ended up being funny to it me was just a, it was just a checkup scene going like yeah, this is where she's at she's spooked because she's running away from Michael and she wanders into Lori's like target practice area which is full of mannequins that do look creepy mannequins are fucking terrifying mannequins are creepy there are two scenes involving mannequins in this movie like in the dark and I'm like fuck yeah oh the scene where Lori's looking for Michael and Dude. there's all those mannequins and then Michael just pops out that's genius mannequins big nope for me <laughs> fucking makes me feel like I'm playing condemned god yeah, fuck right. that shit no, dude, oh. fuck that part mannequins scare the piss out of me yeah they're very creepy looking cause they're, they're yeah. lifeless and then like they're just looking at you and you're like with their non-eyes. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, God. Yeah. No thanks. 
they use that they use creepy imagery very effectively in this movie. Oh yeah. Uh, and then eventually uh, they they get the upper hand on Michael, and uh, I would say they kill him, but they won't. They burn the fuck out of him. That's worked before, right? Put quotes around it. Kill. <laughs> Quote unquote murder. They, they trap him in the trap door. Uh, and they uh, light him on fire. Light the whole house on fire. Burn it to the ground. Uh, I don't know. Fire didn't kill Michael in Halloween 2. I doubt it'll kill him in this one. Damn. Uh, they even show a shot of, like, you know, we see a shot of him looking up like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> and then they show a shot of it the same position, but he's not there. So, I don't know where he went, because there's nowhere to go down there. But I'm sure they'll come up with some bullshit. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, but all three of our female leads escaped and lived. Which is pretty dope, because at least if we get a sequel to this movie, which I don't want, but at least if we do get it, we have a cast that I'm okay with returning to. Right. Uh, I like all three of them. I like all three of them, and I, hopefully they bring back some other stuff, because something we didn't even talk about <laughs> is there's the scene where he, you know, while he's hunting down people in the neighborhood, we get this kind of like vignette with the babysitter and the person she's babysitting, this eight-year-old black boy. <laughs> Who was, like, the best character in the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was funny as shit. He was he was my favorite. I, I just want a movie about him now. I don't know if you can do that. Maybe it was funnier because it was just short bursts of him. Yeah, yeah, but, I don't uh, think, uh, no. The, it was can they bring him back for the next one, please? <laughs> I'm sure he'll do, like, a little cameo thing. Why not? Fun. God, that was so good. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> or he didn't say that. What did he say? No, he like, go up there, Dave. Yeah, no, he's like, he's like go up there, Dave. You're gonna die. It's like, yeah, yeah, he is. It's just like he felt like you know, even though he's a little kid, it was kind of like a stand-in for like audience reaction. It totally was because <laughs> like when Michael shows up in the closet, another scene I wish I didn't get ruined for me from the trailers. Uh, He's like, oh, he, and then kills the babysitter. He's like, oh, shit, and runs down the stairs, which is like exactly an audience reaction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like meta in that way. Uh, and he also like knew about weed and was like making jokes that they were just going to smoke weed and hang out. It, it all felt really meta to me. It, he was a great character. Absolutely. Loved that. A uh, couple remarks about the ending. Yeah. Uh, since you know, we, we went past that, I'm going to pull it back a little bit. Um, sure, sure. By the time it gets to the end of the movie, there's a couple things that I wish would have happened. Small grievances. Um, not, not really grievances, I'd say. Something things I want to talk about. Because I actually like this fact that, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis spends the whole movie, Lori, spends the whole movie telling, telling her family that the world is cruel, fucked up, and bad shit's gonna happen to you. Yeah. And they're all, and then his daughter is is the exact opposite, saying the world is good and all that. And it turns out that Lori was right, not for any particular reason, mind you. No, it's kind of just coincidental. Yeah, but uh... what's what's fascinating about that is it's just the, that's the unfortunate reality of life. Uh, I know I saw on the internet a few people saying that like. 
they didn't like the fact that that was that the ending was just like her being right and does the crazy feel, person being right. Does it feel too nihilistic? I don't think so. I, you're watching a fucking Halloween movie. Yeah, horror movies tend to be nihilistic, actually. I don't. Uh, I don't need another fucking triumphant ending. That ending. That ending was not very triumphant. No, they they destroyed Michael. Maybe. I'm gonna go with they did. It's very melancholy uh, if you think about it. Like, oh look, uh, their lives are gonna get more fucked up now. Not to mention that the granddaughter was holding that knife in a very uh, creep me out kind of way. It's, it's vague. It's not necessarily the ending of Halloween Four or anything. No. But which is dope. It was interesting. Yeah, the ending of Halloween Four is better than uh, Halloween Four. Yeah. But and, and it's and it's a billion times better than Halloween Five and Halloween Six. They should have followed up on that ending. Would have been good. Yeah. Uh, I hope they do something interesting with the next one with that. Uh, we'll see. I, think, I, to... I don't think it was necessarily saying that Lori was right. I think it was more like everybody's perspectives should maybe be listened to. I don't think the daughter was entirely 100% right to completely dismiss her mom. Because she kind of did. She kind of like cut her out of her life. And I understand her being fed up with her shit. But at the same time, it's not like the stuff that happened to her didn't happen. Like, it did. A masked man tried to kill her. There's fucked up things in the world. She just went overboard with teaching her daughter about that. It, it's kind of... It just made it interesting to me that, like, there's a lot of different perspectives there. You know, she's on one side, and then her daughter's on another, and then their granddaughter's somewhere in the middle and doesn't really know. And that was interesting to me. Well, part of the movie is her trying to figure out, like... Trying to maintain her connections to both of them, just trying to learn yeah. something you could tell from both. She of them. She has problems with both of them. Yeah. Early on in the movie, and there's no right answer. Not no. really. No, the world is a fucked up place, and bad shit happens to good people. Yeah. And that's but just that, how it goes. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that you have to act like bad shit's going to happen twenty four seven, because exactly. then you'll never be able to enjoy life. And it's fun that that movie explores that complexity, but of course it's a it, it is, it's a horror movie about a mass dude killing people. Yeah. So of course the main characters are 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 gonna almost get killed by a mass dude with a fucking knife, and that's how it is, yeah. and that's how the movie ends. I, I, just, I don't like I people just, uh, calling for a, a happier, more triumphant ending. You're, you're literally incorrect. If they want that, they can watch H two O and avoid watching Resurrection, and, H- and then they'll be fine. H two O isn't that triumphant, even. Uh. Lori gonna go to jail with without resurrection it's vague what happens after that and it is triumphant is what I would say without resurrection you know that you don't know that she goes to an insane asylum you don't know that she didn't kill Michael Myers and you don't know all there's a lot of unknowns if she goes to jail for murdering someone it might be worth it to kill Michael Myers to be honest I, I, I probably agree and also like are they gonna just say that he wasn't immoral <laughs> I don't know. Isn't there proof that he's immortal from him getting shot six times in Halloween 1? Whatever. Anyway. Uh, that was that was a good movie. It was a great movie. I, 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 I liked it a great deal. There's not a whole lot that I can say that was bad. Just maybe the Doctor subplot. Yeah, that's the only part that I really didn't like. I didn't even not like it. I just didn't like how much of a shrug it was like ah, the doctor's evil he's dead yeah that, that's that's my problem with it is yeah that, like there's they could have gone a little further with it instead of just using him as a vehicle to get the, from point a to point b 
Yeah, it was basically the just to get... Twi- the entire twist was just a vehicle. To get the daughter out to... To, to get the granddaughter out to and, grandma's and house. And Michael. Yeah, because otherwise Michael doesn't have a reason to go after Lori in the middle of the woods. Right. He's ha- he's having fun killing people in the neighborhood. He don't care. Uh, now let's talk about references. <laughs> this movie, uh, I think, references every single Halloween movie. All of them. Now, I'm not sure, so let's talk about it. Okay. The references to the first one are obvious yeah and very blatant especially in the, in it's the, because it's a sequel to the first one especially in the climax of the movie yeah the scene where lori disappears is uh excellent our audience clapped at that that was really cool yeah uh, it was dope yeah uh the references to halloween 2 uh i guess the fire death or not death uh, it ends up being conclusive in halloween 2 well i guess it didn't because they made sequels but it was meant to be conclusive. It was meant to be Michael Myers is dead. Uh, they kill him with fire in this one as well. I don't know if there's anything else. No, not that I can think of. Not, not that there has to be. I'm just saying. Uh, Halloween 3. Well, <laughs> I guess you could say uh, the the crazy doctor's pen is turns into a scalpel. That's true. And Michael does use it to kill the cops. I think the only movie he uses a scalpel is two. It, it is. It's yeah. the only one. One of my favorite deaths in the whole franchise is he has that scalpel and he stabs a nurse in the back with it and then lifts her up and her fucking shoes fall off and hit the ground. It was dope. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Scalpel death. Yeah. Halloween 3 is hard to reference <laughs> because it's outlandish and not even in this series really. But they still do. <laughs> they have the masks. The silver shamrock masks are in this movie. Some kids have them on. Lori tells them to fuck off and get inside. Yeah, it was great. And then they watch TV and their heads get eaten by worms. Yeah, it's snakes and <sighs> happy, happy Halloween. I, I just, I just think of it as like uh, evil Willy Wonka just eats their heads. What? <laughs> I mean, are you referring to the bad guy in that movie? Yeah, Cockring. Yeah, as uh, evil Wonka. Yeah, he's evil Willy Wonka. I guess he wants to bring his gifts to children. Uh, yeah, he's got a he's I don't big old like, factory I don't and he heads it. And I guess all these people working for him and he gives people a tour and then the tour results in bad things happening. <laughs> the Oompa Loompas are robots. Man, they should have sung songs yeah. in that movie. <laughs> Pop your head off like this. <laughs> that they did, been they great. did have a, yeah. a song in the movie and we heard it way too much. Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. That's going to be in my head for the fucking ages. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Halloween 4. I guess the ending. Yeah. Briefly with the knife. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else. That Like maybe an extended segment at a truck stop or gas station. Him, like, basically starting himself off at a gas station... Yes. ...is, like, kind of a reference, I would assume. Yeah, having to steal a uniform from there as well. Right. Uh, which he always does, but it may, it's a scene in 4. Uh, and it's a scene here as well. I don't know if there's anything else that specific. Uh, it's harder to reference the bad ones. But they do reference Halloween 5. At least I'm convinced that this is a reference. Uh, there's two cops... That are looking after the Strode family. And uh, they're goofy cops. 
They make they they talk about sandwiches before they die. They goofy. Just like the cops from Halloween 5 who were goofy bad cops. Man, I wish they would have <laughs> I wish Michael would have chased the the granddaughter through the woods with the car going 5 miles an hour. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. The car chase with a car going in neutral. Ooh. The best scene of Halloween 5. Can't tell me otherwise. Ironically speaking, yes. No, it's, it's legitimately funny. No, the best scene, if we're talking legitimately about Halloween 5, which we can't. Yeah, yeah, no. But the, the best scene in Halloween 5 is uh, Jamie running away from Michael at the end in that house. And then Loomis dragging her around and going like, Lol, Michael, come at me. I got the little girl. Come get the little girl, Michael. And then beating him with a two by four. That's the best scene. Dude, I love Punished Loomis. Punished Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> a psychiatrist deprived of his sanity. The only good part, like the, the best part about 4, 5, and 6 is Punished Loomis. Yeah, for sure. He's more punished in 5 than in 6, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least maybe before the ending of that movie, where he becomes cursed Dark Loomis. And then this movie begins. <laughs> oh, is, hey, there, yeah. is there any references to 6? At all. I can't think of anything. They don't have to because six is one of the worst ones. For sure. Um, I, I guess in a way you could view the podcast people as references to several movies. Because there's a, a frequently some kind of show or some kind of program talking about Michael Myers. In six, it's the shock jock guy. In Resurrection, it's like a, a reality show program. And uh, there's even stuff like that in the Rob Zombie ones with uh, Dickhead Loomis uh, going on to the Chris Hardwick show. <laughs> uh, I could view that as kind of, you know, it's not a stretch to think that any writer would come up with this as a way to frame the right. story, I mean, though. Less of a reference, more of just a frame. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, Tommy Doyle does not appear in this film. It's always weird to me when they pull just random, like, remember this character from Halloween 1 that, like, isn't Jamie Lee Curtis, so why do you care? Right. Yeah, that stuff's dumb. I'm glad they didn't really uh, make an effort to do that. And I'm glad there was no cult bullshit either. Oh, God. Uh, never again. Never again make Michael Myers associated with a cult. He, he's just his own man. He's a five-star man. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, references to H2O are easy to draw it's ba the premise because it's basically h4o <laughs> yeah but the premise yeah um Lori is suffering from trauma she has a kid she is overprotective of the kid uh and she fights michael at the end and she kills michael at the end uh resurrection i guess has an insane asylum in it and then podcasts that Except was, uh, it's like a more of a reality show. I don't think they wanted to represent it all. Even though, uh, nah. should have put Busta Rhymes in the truck oh. at the end. Should they have? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, we gotta go! You got to get the hell out of here, Michael! Come on, kids! <laughs> get the fuck out of here, Michael! <laughs> Papa Busta, take care of you! <laughs> he should have been dressed as Michael Myers. <laughs> God. Yeah, dude. Bring back Buster Rhymes. Hashtag bring back Buster Rhymes to Halloween. References to Rob Zombie ones, I don't think I saw anything. Well, the first Rob Zombie one is a reference to Halloween. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. The second one, I didn't see anything. 
Uh, nothing besides maybe, like, you know, Michael's doctor is an asshole. That's similar. <laughs> Different reasons, Different though. asshole. Uh, I actually think Loomis in that movie is worse than Dark Loomis in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Arguably. He's more of a heartless individual. That one at least is convinced that, you know, there's some purpose to his work. Uh, Loomis in Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, was just such a heartless asshole. And him realizing it at the end was half-assed, and I, I don't buy it. Nope, me neither. Uh, but yeah, so... They didn't have to reference those ones. I guess there's a spooky <laughs> Halloween party. We'll go with that. Sure. It's a it's a more realistic Halloween party at the school than the, the one from Rob Zombie Halloween 2, which was like a Rob Zombie concert Halloween party. It was big and overblown. There was so much shit going on that it was crazy. Unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Uh... Ugh. Okay, we're gonna rank the Halloween movies, but uh, pee break. Well, what what am I supposed to do? Oh, uh, give me like talk to the kids. Hey kids, do you ever do you ever watch a movie? Uh, we watched some. Uh, not all of them were good. Uh, Halloween, I think. Uh, by and large, if you're counting the whole thing, is actually not. A good franchise, because only half of it is worth a damn. Maybe even less than half of it. Well, maybe half of it. I don't know. I, how many good Halloween movies are there? Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, H2O, and then this one. It's 5 out of 11. The rest of them you could, you know, basically not watch, not care about. Uh, and that's not good. 5 out of 11 is not a good score. Uh, I think... You should probably, uh, you know, cut your losses and not make any more Halloween movies after this one. You made a good one. Don't make any more. I'm reaching out to you, Universal, or whoever makes these movies. Uh, Mustafa Akkad's son, maybe. John Carpenter. Whoever. Don't make another Halloween movie. Please. Yeah, don't do it. Please don't. Hi, Jusby. Can you, if you had to describe your pee on a scale from 1 to 10? It was satisfying, man. I had to go. Well, that's not a number. Uh, like, a, like an 8. All right. Uh, why don't you tell me your Halloween rankings while I pull mine up? Do you, can, okay. you, can you say yours off the top of yeah, your head? Yeah, just straight up off the top of my head. I know already. Right. I'm going to uh, pull mine up because we'll start... I'm, I'm conflicted on my rankings constantly because I'm an idiot. Because I have like three of these movies that I would say is 8 out of 10. So which one is the best? I don't know. It's pretty straightforward for me. All right, so I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna go from the bottom and go up. All right. Very bottom is Halloween Resurrection. Are See, you surprised? Me neither. I would agree. <laughs> That's at the bottom of mine. There's no, there's no reason to put anything else. It's no. the worst. It's the most insulting with its intro, and then its overall plot is nothing. The only redeemable thing is Buster Rhymes, and even then, it's a meme. <coughs> yeah. Then, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. I think that's mine as well. Really bad movie. Bad garbage movie that goes way too long about nothing. Bad movie. Mm-hmm. Next, is Halloween Curse of Michael Myers. Halloween Six. Basically the same concept. A movie that's bad and didn't need to exist. Yeah, Punish Loomis is the best part about that trilogy of movies. 
Oh. After that, Rob Zombie's Halloween 1. Another movie that didn't need to exist. You have you have this above 6? Yes. Okay. Then, you got Halloween 5. You got Halloween 5 above that one. Yeah. Oof. Now... Two reasons. Now, now give me give me some numbers attached to these movies before we go any further, because I think that would speak volumes. Like, what would you give Resurrection out of ten? Like a two. That's what about what I would do. Yeah. Both a- of those points are because of Buster Rhymes. Yeah. All right. Well, what about two? Halloween two two thousand nine. Like a four. That's pretty fair. That's probably what I would give it. Four yeah. or five. I, I probably a four. I don't know. Weird Al is not worth that many points, so probably a four. No, probably four. Uh, and then you said, after that, you said six. Also a four. That's fair. Three. Then you said Halloween 2007. Okay. Five. For me, I got Halloween 5 above Rob Zombie Halloween 2. And you got it above Rob Zombie Halloween 1. Yes. <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy the concept of punished Loomis more than the entirety of that movie. And the car chase scene made me actually laugh out loud. All right. Rob Zombie's Halloween one is once again boring, dragged out, even like might at points it's even worse than his Halloween two, and then at some points it's better. So I guess well, um, really muddied. Yeah, it's hard for me to differentiate them in my head. Then this entire group of movies is really hard for me to differentiate. All of the Halloween movies. Or just the Rob Zombie ones. The Rob Zombie ones and like the four, like, five, and six. I yeah, would say are, that they group, all meld together. That group are mm. all just like kind of dumb, bad movies for sure. Four better than the rest of them, but yeah. Guess what? Next is Halloween four. <laughs> Halloween four above Halloween five. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And then like the only good thing about that movie is the ending. Uh, I would say it's just solid throughout. It, it's not a good movie. It's just. Okay. It's a 6 out of 10. I'll probably agree. So, okay. I'll say mine in a minute. You go ahead and finish your list. Okay. And then after that is, uh, let's see. My top five is where I get lost for a second. I would probably agree. Hold it, on. Yeah, I have my, it, I'm, I'm jumbled. I have to, I'm I jumbled have, in my opinions as well here. I have it written down. Just let me go get it real quick. Yeah, yeah. I think. Is it H2O? I think it might be H2O, but let me make sure. I don't want to do that without being absolutely sure, but I am pretty sure. Yes, it's H2O. Okay. Which is a all-around good movie with a great ending. That was one of my favorite experiences watching these, like all of these. Because yeah. honestly, I, it, it might have just been the circumstances of how we watched it. Because we watched six and then H2O. And it, it, it felt like I could believe in God again. It was like, yeah. it was so good compared to Six that like I had faith in movies again because it was completely destroyed sh- by yeah. Five and Six. And then it got stripped oh. right back down again with Resurrection. Who did it? And then uh, number four, I got Halloween 3. Season yeah. Of the Witch. Uh, from here on, pretty much these top five are all pretty close together. They're all like eight out of tens, and then obviously one who's a ten out of ten. And I know which one it is. What a secret! <laughs> so then got a number three of Halloween twenty eighteen. All right, uh, I like it a lot, a lot, a lot. But not it's as much as Halloween two, I assume. Right, yeah. Halloween two I like a little bit more because the uh, 
It's I like how much how fucking goddamn spooky that movie is. Yeah. I like yeah. the slight amount of ridiculousness with the kills. Yeah. The scene in Halloween 2 where that lady's blood is just drained out on the floor is fucking disgusting and amazing. I would say. Michael Myers walking around... The concept of Michael Myers walking around the hospital with a fucking scalpel killing people is amazing. And I love that they got the fuck with it. And syringes that he just stabs into people. Yeah, it's it's so good. Uh, and then, of course, at the top, Halloween 1, which is an actual masterpiece of film. Mm-hmm. There's not much more I can say about it. It's the perfect slasher movie. It might be the best that John Carpenter's ever done. But he also did the thing, so who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. I, I think I might like the first Halloween more. It's hard to say. They're both excellent. They're, they're both, both 10 out of 10. They're both, like, maybe in the conversation for the best horror movie ever made. Both right. of them. Right. Which is quite an accomplishment by one director. Uh, my list is very similar to yours. Because wow, really? it's obvious which ones are bad. You know? Resurrection's my bottom bitch. Two out of ten. For each time that Michael Myers gets kicked by Buster Rhymes. Uh, Halloween 2, 2009. Right above it. Probably a 4 out of 10. Halloween 5 is my next one. Uh, I really did not like 5. I think it just spent too much time on those dumb airheaded characters in the barn. Oh, it was and, bad. Uh, you know, even the Loomis stuff couldn't make up for that stuff for me. Like, I, Loomis was fun in that movie, but he was also a completely different character than before. He's punished. He's 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 unhinged and uh while I, I didn't like it at first and but it is fun. Uh I still don't think that movie gets above a four out of ten for me. Probably a four out of ten. Same with Halloween six. Uh you can you can watch your producers cut all you want. I don't think it would help this fucking movie from being a four out of ten. It's also a four out of ten. I, I feel like it's just as bad as five. It could be worse on a different day for me. Uh, but I'm going to put it above five just because it made me laugh a couple times. Ooh, fun fact that I found out the other day. Uh, we remarked that the shock jockey felt like a Howard Stern-esque character. Guess who was supposed to originally play him? Fucking Howard Stern? Yep. Oh my god. It, I wish it was because it would have been something to fucking talk about for that fucking movie. It would have been weird that it was a Halloween movie with Howard Stern and Paul Rudd. I would have been cool with it. Yeah, I would have been fine with it. I don't like Howard Stern, but would have been something to talk about at least. Yeah, exactly. Uh, still wouldn't have kept it from being a four out of ten all the way. Yeah, it, it would have been cool to see Howard Stern get killed by Michael Myers, though. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Halloween two thousand seven is next. I don't think I hated it as much as you, but make no mistake, I did hate it. This is where the list is divided for me. Like anything from Halloween two thousand seven down is I can't recommend this movie to anyone, including my worst enemies. <laughs> right. Uh, I just, uh, I, now going into it, I hate Rob Zombie more than you do. I hate yeah, his style more yeah, than you do. I yeah. hate gore porn. I hate gore for the sake of gore. Yeah. Especially when it's not, like, overblown, like, kind of, like, overdramatic, where this is just, like, makes it, like, as bloody and realistic as possible. There are things I find positives in, though. Maybe that you don't. What, Which is fine. What, it just being a rehash of Halloween 1? No, I, I didn't hate Taylor Scout Compton. I didn't hate Malcolm McDowell. Uh, I didn't even hate all of the stuff with Michael in the Insane Asylum. While he's still a little kid. I didn't like any of that stuff. Uh, too I, long. I, it was too long. It was, I agree. 
But I think it just barely edges out Halloween 6, but it's probably still maybe like, a 5 out of 10. I hate I hate that, because it's like, hey guys, want to know what Michael's time in the Insane Asylum like? And everybody's like, no. And Rob Zombie's like, okay, here you go. <laughs> yeah. I, next, I didn't want to know that shit. I don't care. Next up for me is Halloween 4, which uh, I think is a 6 out of 10. Maybe a high 6, like a 6.8. Fantano would say strong 6. <laughs> I'll go with that because there's nothing I really hate about Halloween 4 I I, I think it's okay I, the only it gets a bad rap because it's attached to that Thorn trilogy which is horse shit by and large but 4 is okay it rehashes a lot of crap from Halloween 1 but it has a lot of fun stuff like the rooftop scene and the hillbilly mob oh my god <laughs> and uh you know fun stuff in that movie uh next up is h2o this is probably an eight out of ten for me after this they're either eight or ten or above h2o is great but it's not as good as halloween 3 and as as unique and interesting as halloween 3 is uh, i don't think it's better than halloween 2 halloween 2 is just too much fun uh, i was surprised at how good halloween 2 was you don't hear a lot of people talking about it. No. But I think Halloween 2018 is better than Halloween 2. It's the number two on my list. Uh, only behind Halloween 1, which is probably a 10 out of 10. It's a perfect. It's the perfect horror movie. It's an 11 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's. But I would probably still just say that, you know, Halloween 2018 is like an 8. Strong 8. Meaning that you basically have, you know, if we were to recommend people watch this, I'd say watch Halloween and then watch Halloween. But if you're interested after that point, maybe watch Halloween, Halloween 2, and H2O, and then pretend there's no other ones. Yeah. And watch Halloween 3. Let's play a game right now. Okay. Let's pretend that the bad ones are good for a second. Can we say positive things about the bad movies? Yeah. And negative things about the good movies? Absolutely can. All right. Let's start with the easier one, which is saying good things about the bad movies, I think. You think saying good things about the bad movies is easier? Because there's, there's little stuff that I enjoyed in each one of them. I think that might be funnier, so let's do it second. Oh, okay. We'll start with the... Let's be, let's be negative shitheads. Give me something bad about Halloween from 1978, Jusby. Uh, let's see. It's hard, right? We just said it's perfect. Yes, yeah, so this is really This hard. is why I transitioned to this just now. It's this is going to be the hardest to one to nitpick something for. Yeah. I don't have a grape with basically anything in this movie. I guess if there's one thing I have to pick out, it's probably uh, that one nurse at the very beginning of the movie when they pull up to the, the, the asylum and everybody's out. Yeah. Her, she's a little flat. That's it. Okay. 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 Um... Some of the dialogue is not great. It's a little flat sometimes. They yeah. say totally a lot. Totally. Totally. Totally, totally, totally. It's also the time that... It, it was, was 1978, I understand. Right. It's, it's, it doesn't have to be the best written movie in the world because it's just about a dude killing people. <laughs> right. So it's a minor complaint. Now, here's something funny that I'd like to point out. My favorite kill in Halloween 1 is when he stabs the dude and the dude stays stuck to the wall. However, that makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> Are you telling me you could get that chef knife 
stabbed the boy through the chest and the spine and all that goop and then out through the back and then into the wall and then it stayed there? No. Bullshit. That being said, it's cool as fuck. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's about it. I don't know. There's nothing really bad you can say about it. But let's try Halloween 2. We could probably do better there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a few things about Halloween 2. Um, Bad side characters. Yeah, 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 I don't like any of the side characters, really, and I'm excited to see them all die. Yeah. Uh, I think they did it on purpose so that you want to see them die. Probably. It's, it's an it's a easy out for a slasher Even film. Even then, like, the boy character who is, like, interested in, in Jamie. Oh, he was a useless Jamie fuck. Lori throughout. Yeah, so, yeah, he was annoying as fuck. And, like, you could tell that the movie wanted you to sympathize with him, but I couldn't. No, he was a useless he fuck. Slipped, he slipped on blood and hit his head. I was like, yeah! And then he was concussed, and he got fucking Michael Myers to hear the fucking car horn when Lori was hiding. Great. Useless fucker. He was more dangerous to Lori than anything. Exactly. Uh, Loomis is better in that movie, but Lori is worse. She doesn't do... Like, it's because she doesn't do anything, and she has a bad wig on the whole movie, too. Because she at that point, she had her uh, now... Like, trademark, short-ass Jamie Lee Curtis hair. But, to stay consistent with the timeline, got wig. And it doesn't look very good. No, it looks horrible. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Let's keep these brief, because we got other crap to talk about. Right, alright. Halloween 3! Uh, the romance is bad. I talked about this horrible. before. Yeah. This is the worst part, and the thing that stands out the most about that movie. Yeah, yeah. I would also say that... Upon further inspection, the plan makes no goddamn sense because it's gonna. The, the commercial's like, you know, stay tuned, kids. It's on at nine. The horathon. And then put on your mask and get murdered. It doesn't say that, but you know what I mean. Uh, at nine, in which time zone? California time zone? Okay. So when it's over, like, is it playing live? All across the world That's the idea, at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Some kids are asleep and it's not Halloween. So that plan doesn't work. Uh, you have to kill everybody. Yeah, but they imply that he's going to kill everybody because they show in that one scene all over the world. Or at least the United States. Trying to kill as many but that's kids four as possible. Different, that's four different time zones. Yeah. yeah. But... He wants to kill as many as possible, sure, but his plan is flawed in that aspect because. Kids don't sleep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not an expert on time zones, so I'm probably an idiot. It would be like midnight in the Northeast. Yeah, meaning kids wouldn't be watching it. Another flaw to his plan is that this is airing after Halloween, which is not a movie for children. And yet they're encouraged to tune in for the horror Yeah! <laughs> Watch this, this boobs lady get fucking murdered, kids. <laughs> I know he's an amoral fuck, but, like, what parent is going to be like, yeah, all right, go ahead, Johnny, watch I, Halloween. I'm Probably sorry. a surprising amount. I'm sorry, I have to make another complaint about Halloween 1. All um, right, sure. It created the boobs lady trend, and I hate it. You hate the boobs lady trend? <sighs> yeah, I right, can kind of see it. Throughout the rest it. of that series? I can kind of see it. Yeah, uh, I hate it. I, I'm, you know, speaking as a man, <laughs> a cis white man, the scum of the earth. Jesus Christ. Um, I like boobs, but it is a tired trope. And I've liked a lot of the boobs that I've seen throughout this 11 movie span. I just, uh, it's but unnecessary it, and I don't like it. But it is dumb. 
uh, it almost feels like an old person going like, let's uh, judge teenagers having sex by murdering them. Is kind of what it feels like to me. Uh, I, I, that's not the point in John Carpenter's Halloween, but no. that could have been the point for other ones. Well, like for example, like lazy. the very beginning of the movie, like why was his sister? Why did his sister have to have her tits out? Uh, I think because it's a creepy visual to kill a nude person as well, because you don't usually associate that with something negative, I guess you could say. I, I agree with John Carpenter's call. I don't agree with Rob Zombie's. Oh, God. <laughs> to have people be naked throughout their entire screen time, basically. Yeah. Especially when it's the little girl from Halloween 4. What the fuck was that choice? I didn't ask for that. Yeah, it was weird. I just watched her be a little girl. No, thank you. A little yeah. weird. Anyway. Uh, H2O, negative things. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of, like... The, a lot of the cheesy dialogue was fun, and then at other times it was really bad. And I didn't want to hear it. Also, the subplot, kind of weak. Which subplot? Her son? Yeah, her son's plot, kind of weak. Just an avenue to, like... The movie forgets about everything that it establishes by the last act that's just her and Michael. Yeah, which is what uh, we... Which is the strongest shit in the movie, so it's fair, but, like... They'll feel you like know, it's just a vehicle to get you to don't, that point. You don't need the LL Cool J shit. You don't need the shit with her son. You don't need the shit with his friends. It was all nonsense. But some of it was fun. Uh, I actually liked uh, her boyfriend character, the yeah, teacher guy. I liked uh, him. His weird lines about getting his nipples pierced. Uh, yeah, it was great. I didn't mind that. Uh, a weird, oh, fun. weird reference that was pointed out to me on the internet uh, as uh, like a goof. You see this on Cinema Sins or something. It's nitpicky, but I find it funny. The movie the, they're watching when uh, the guy comes in and says, "Haha, I'm getting my nipples pierced," is Scream Two. Now, if we're establishing that Scream 2 exists in the Halloween universe, that makes no sense. Because you know what movie is playing in Scream 1? Halloween, which stars Jamie Lee Curtis, who is in this movie. What? <laughs> that What time vortex occurred <laughs> where this can make sense? I mean, multiple time vortexes occurred <laughs> in the Halloween universe. That's true. <laughs> so, uh... All these different universes... Uh, I don't know. There's yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah, I don't same. know. Uh, is Halloween four good or bad? Like, what should we say? What, what, where does that fall? I think it's really easy to say good and bad things about that movie, and I think we already have, so we just skip it. All right, sure. So let's get into the bad ones and say positive things. Do you want to start with the least bad or the most bad? Let's let's work up to Resurrection. How about that? Okay. Uh, what's what was your least bad? Probably six, five. It was five. Five. What's a good thing about five? The car chase scene. That's not good. <laughs> that's ironically good because it's funny. It's hilarious. It's a good bad movie scene. I guess that's all we're gonna get here. Oh, the, guy, uh, the guy hurting himself putting his condom on. Is that a good thing? Uh, Loomis. <laughs> Loomis is a, he's he's a positive for all the ones he's in. Yeah. Uh, and also Danielle Harris. She's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, She's a great child actress. Uh, and she's even good in the Rob Zombie ones, actually. She's a good actress. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. wish she didn't have to be naked by Rob Zombie's ideas, but whatever. She's better than that, in my opinion. Absolutely, uh, she is. I, I, you know, I wish she's nothing a, but the best for her. Yeah, she's, you know, like, the only, like, the only major bright spot. Like, her and Loomis. Only major bright spots yeah. in the entirety of that Thorn trilogy. Yeah. One of the only recurring characters that I could care about, too. Uh, right. 
Halloween 5 has some good kills in it. I'll say that. Uh, yeah. Greaser Boy got that, like, garden hoe in the head. That's a good kill. Oh, yeah, that was dope. Um, and I think the stuff in the Myers house was actually good. Fun fact, uh, movies are hell, and no one should make them. No, actually. Uh, <laughs> in the scene where she's in the vent, and Michael is stabbing into the vent at her, that's real! And was really dangerous. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, she was actually in that vent, and he was actually stabbing into it. That's craziness. I, I don't know who the fuck okayed that. That's basically child endangerment. I don't know who the fuck okayed that. With, like, a real sharp knife? Yeah! To uh-huh. stab into the thing! I mean, I'm sure that they had, like, cues, like, you know, go to the left, sweetie, <laughs> and he'll go to the right. That way you don't get fucking murdered. Uh, that's so sketchy to me Jesus alright do you want to move on yeah sure what the fuck's next we just talked about five six six let's just go with six we'll Uh, we'll just go down the line sure alright I got you six has an exploding head in it that was great Uh, it's dumb and hilarious it was really hilarious um whew it's funny to see Paul Rudd Oh, uh, Might the, be uh it. <laughs> no, the kill of the uh, radio guy was great. That is good and creepy, actually. Yeah. Um, Once again, some pretty good kills. I'll tell you what. The idea of the cult isn't necessarily bad. It does take away some of the mystique of Michael Myers. Which I hate. Yes. There's a way to do it where it makes him creepier, and they didn't do it, in my opinion. I, I just, I don't know. Attach it to the Halloween 3 cult. That would have been the best. Oh my god. Make a, make a double sequel. <laughs> sequel to Halloween 3 and, uh, uh, I don't know, H2O? I'd make a Why sequel to Halloween 3 when all the kids died. <laughs> they didn't. That's the only way you do it. I don't know. Or else maybe some did and it was a mysterious incident that happened. It's on, like, Unsolved Mysteries and shit. Oh my god. Uh, they interview that guy and he, uh... And he's an asshole, so he would probably be like Loomis and Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, where he's like making books. I'm like, yeah, I was there. I was in the robot facility. (laughs) (laughs) I had to kill the robot chick I was banging. Oh, boy, what a weekend. I tell you what. And in a a weird twist, he invents Scientology. (laughs) Oh, man. That's about all positive I can say about Six. Yeah, that's about all I got, too. I guess we go to the Rob Zombie ones. Let's Let's save Resurrection. That's yeah, the so, hardest one to do. So Rob Zombie Halloween one, I don't know. It like, I think the kid who plays Michael Myers is good. I don't think the idea of kid Michael Myers is good, but he did a good job with what he was given. Mm-hmm. I don't mind the idea of extending what the ending to the first Halloween was, because really it was just like to add more stuff to it. And the entire the it, it was drawn out too long, but the concept of him like destroying this house to try to get to her was cool. But then it just went on for a half hour. One of my positives. Uh, and we, we, mistook, we mistook the identity of this individual. But uh, the scene in the bathroom where he kills the trucker... Looks just like Lawrence Fishburne. It's not Lawrence Fishburne. It's, yeah, I figured it's that out Ken Fury, however you say his name, oh, from Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And he's a big-ass dude. And he's funny as shit in that scene, in my opinion. And... So he's a big-ass dude, and Tyler Maine's a big-ass dude. And uh, when 
Michael slams him into that wall and the wall comes down, that's real. They filmed in a bathroom and they actually did that. <laughs> they just broke it. <laughs> I was thinking it like happened on accident and they just filmed it? I don't know if it happened on accident. I assume so. I assume Robert Zombie's, uh, Robert Zombert's, uh, direction Robert wasn't to break the bathroom they were filming in, but that's what happened. And that makes that scene stand out in my head for all time. That scene was fun. Uh, and it's one of the few times when the, the physicality of the big ass Michael Myers felt good. Yeah. Other than uh, him, like busting through walls. Yeah. Other than annoying. him just breaking through shit and just killing people by just touching them. Cause he's fucking the size of Brock Lesnar is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it was stupid. Uh, oh, wait, we're being positive. Sorry. Uh, Halloween 2. You know, every single time we talk about all these movies, it's turned into something negative because all these movies suck. Hi, we're also cynical. But these movies do suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween 2. Give me a positive, Justin. I bet you can. I bet you can. Try. Uh, you probably can't. It's hard. It's hard to do. This is really hard. I um, liked the scene with uh chris hardwick and weird al yankovic oh yeah, yeah yeah definitely that was great that's the only i think that was the only part where i felt enjoyment throughout watching that movie it was funny uh there's a couple funny scenes in that movie actually uh they're few and far between I'm trying to think of them uh the brad dorif as the sheriff talking about vegetarians now he hates them yeah i like him that in that fine. movie actually and i like uh what's her name again a lot scout taylor compton yeah or taylor scout compton yeah i like her too comp comp taylor scouting mm-hmm. yeah one of those yeah just pretty good job <laughs> it's just uh not much you can do with you're having a bad script sometimes she was fine in that and and i i would i would even go as far to say as rob zombie was on to something when he wanted to make it focused on laurie going a little nuts uh but he wasn't the guy to do it nope apparently that guy was david gordon green because yeah. he did do it and he did it well did a great job uh halloween resurrection Busta rhymes all right let's end the podcast <laughs> there was other stuff i wanted to talk about but i guess we've been talking for too long hour and a half i mean there's a couple things we could, we could go through one more thing real quick do you want us to talk about just recommend some more spooky movies people to watch this halloween sure what, what would you recommend people watch on the spook holiday I mean, listen to our podcast first, which I mean, yes, you already are. Don't do it. And then uh, when you're done with that... Uh, it's too late, shit. Damn. Yeah, they're probably watching this at like midnight, and they're like, fuck. No, I'll make sure this is up in the morning on Wednesday. All right, Usually cool. we upload at night. I'll do it in the morning. All right, Make sure do people it. have Halloween fun times, so and we'll advertise the shit out of it. Uh, sure, all right. I recommend The Thing. Okay. We just talked about it. The John uh, Carpenter I, I, one. I've heard this John Carpenter guy is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Did a really, really good job. He's a real up-and-comer. <laughs> I can recommend a Nightmare on Elm Street if you want to have Ooh. fun while watching your horror movie. That's a good one. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot more dumb than like some of the best horror movies, but it's also a lot more fun. It's dumb so, in the best ways. Though. Yeah, that's I, what's great I, about I, it. I love Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, 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 it's meant to be enjoyed as something that's stupid, and I think most of the people making that that franchise knew that. Yeah, and that's what makes it a lot of fun. Uh, I'm not. I mean, watch Hereditary. It's a movie that came out this year. I need to. I got that entire movie spoiled for me, but I still want to see it because no, it sounds fucking fucked up. I need to see it. It's fucked up. It's frightening. It's also masterfully shot. I've heard it compared to like '70s. 
like art house horror, like shit like Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, and shit like that's that. That's another good one. But uh, another movie I haven't seen that I need sort to of. It, it's definitely more modern. Even okay. Then, but uh, I I very very much enjoy Hereditary and think everybody who likes any kind of horror movie should watch that. All right. It's gonna n- knock your dick off. The scariest movie just come out this year, maybe in the last ten years. Someone gets their not their dick knocked off in that movie. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds painful. Right, what else would you recommend? That's uh, like three. Hey, hey Mark Toth. What? Hey, oh. hey, uh, studio audience member Mark Toth. Yeah. Recommend this episode's going up on Halloween Day, right? Uh, recommend a horror movie for somebody to watch that's not Hereditary or The Thing. Uh, the Witch. Oh, yes, The Witch is very ah, good. Ah, yes, The Vavitch. Yeah, very good movie. Uh, the Vavitch. I own that movie. I've been meaning to watch it for a while. I'll probably do it soon. It's a good movie, I've heard. It's got a witch in it, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, good. Recommend a couple, again. All right. Uh, the, the greatest movie ever made is Peter Jackson's Dead Alive. <laughs> oh my god, yes! And if you don't have not watched that, you need to fucking watch that. Don't if you look have... anything up. No, but I will say it's the goriest movie ever made. Now, I'm not... I do not mean in a Robert Zombert way where the gore is, like, realistic and trashy. I mean in, like an evil dead but like even more so way oh yeah watch that movie for the love of god i think it's on youtube you can just watch it on youtube watch it please it's so good and also the entirety of the evil dead series oh yeah for sure all of them uh army of darkness is a is a fucking treat my guy it's a mad it's a gem and it's a masterpiece (laughs) and i'll give a fuck bruce campbell needs to be in more things in general it's actual Uh, comedic genius on that note, I might recommend Bubba Hotep, but that wasn't on my list. Uh, but but watch Bubba Hotep. Uh, it's about, and I'm being serious, uh, Elvis is alive. He's in a nursing home. His best friend in the nursing home is JFK, except he's a black man. And, uh, and then a mummy shows up, and the mummy sucks souls out of people's assholes. This is the movie. <laughs> Amazing. While you're at it, watch Blackula. Are you kidding me right now? Yes. <laughs> is Blackula a good movie? No. Or is it like... No, it's not. I, I, don't, I wouldn't guess. Is it better than Blackenstein, though? That was a movie, too, right? I don't want to just assume Blackenstein is a real movie. Uh, what did I say? Dead Alive. Uh, the funnest horror movie ever made is Shaun of the Dead. That's the most enjoyable horror movie ever made, in my opinion. It gets... It's, you know, it's a comedy. I get it, but you know what's not funny? The last third of that movie, when it gets serious. That movie is fantastic, and it analyzes like horror tropes like almost better than any other movie, including Scream, that ever has, in my opinion. It, it's, it's one of my favorite movies in general, for sure. Yeah. Let's go watch some spooky movies. Yeah. Go hand some candy out to kids. Don't tell them they're fuckwads. I'll do that for you. This Halloween. <laughs> so, I think that's it for us today. Alright. Uh, we get to hear Genhart talk more about the fucking Walking Dead next week. I'll be going to sleep while my he's top, doing it. My top 12 seasons. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to literally go to bed while he's doing it. Yeah, that's alright, Jusby. Maybe you can rank a thing that I don't care about next time. Yeah, I'll do that. What would it be? Uh... 
It'll be my top 12 favorite things I like to do when Genhart's not at my house. Oh, that's boring. Boo. <laughs> um, one quick recommendation. Yeah, go ahead. Die. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Because the best horror movie is hell. 